0: we are again at Envision, the I Trust You camp. I'm sitting here with Luke Cohen. What's up, family? Aloha. <laughs> Aloha, Luke. It's a pleasure to sit down here with you and to get to drop room. in for bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just start right at the beginning. Like, First of all, for you listening, this is a, a sound immersion experience. You're here with us at Envision. So you'll hear stage talks in the background. Stimulation. Stimulation. <laughs> Stephen Brooks yesterday in another episode was t- telling us about the... Uh, Pooping um, bugs on the tree because you know, he's so tuned to the trees. Oh wow! Um, maybe you'll hear a helicopter, but you're here with us, and let's let's really <laughs> arrive in this beautiful space. Yes. Luke, let's start with trust because the I trust you, camp, and the I trust your initiative and Genie's whole creation. I feel like it's it's really worth like hanging out there for a bit. Like, what is it? What is required for you to experience trust with someone? How does that process feel like on your inside? Yeah, it's really. That's really a
1: deep question because, you know, for I think a lot of my life, my body wouldn't let me mm. trust as much as maybe my mind or my heart would intend. So there, to me, there's there's levels and layers of trust. Mm. And part of the, the cool experiment that we're in as a community at the varying edges is that we're actually exploring different bandwidths of trust so we can trust someone at one degree and we can trust at another degree there's there's varying spectrums of that trust but I think for me the the inherent trust that I have with life is what allows me to trust others Mm. so if I was in some kind of distrust with life or if I didn't trust myself then I could project that distrust outward and there's a thing called discernment that we're all learning of who's in alignment and not for our own you know Connection. I, I did a recent video on Instagram TV talking about proximity, frequency, duration, and bandwidth mm. as a as a as a sort of spectrum to to navigate, not necessarily categorize or objectify anyone on any level, but to have a really helpful orientation to where you're naturally emerging in connection with
0: varying yeah. humans, like a s internal steering wheel almost. Yeah, a, com-
1: yeah. a compass of uh, yeah. sorts to to be. Like, oh, yeah, with this person our frequencies about four times a year and that's perfect. And there doesn't need to be a projection of more or, you know, or feeling like, oh, I feel like we're, I'm supposed to see this person more. It's like the biggest thing I share a lot is like, how do we actually listen together as a community and pay attention to the, to the natural geometry of where we're configured in this larger ecosystem. So like some people we're meant to deepen with, and we don't need yeah. to force that. We don't need to try. We don't need to push for anything. Other people, you know, we're meant to have this really healthy Space, a, a decent amount of, um, yeah, it's not, it's not meant to go deeper. The trust that we're going to function at it can only go so deep because there's not, there's actually a resident mismatch, even though they're allies. Mm. There's nothing wrong. It's just yeah. that's where life is organically saying you're meant to be in proximity. So it's that's a very, com- it's a very <laughs> complex topic, trust, yeah. right? Like yeah. I
0: think this is why. Even though it's clearly a foundation for high levels of collaboration, better ways of community, Sure. I think even though it's such an obvious one, trust, it's kind of developed slowly with, among humans, right?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's deep because, you know, even in a societal context where there's social norms that encourage certain types of connection, and you could say at a surface level there's trust, mm. the levels of trust that we can actually achieve. When we achieve true coherent trust with another being, we can access levels of, of unity and union, unified group fields, um, you know, coherent, spontaneous uh, bliss states even, when there's enough trust, when the body can relax, the nervous system can relax enough to actually trust another human being. That's when people release trauma, yeah. they can have healing, things like that. So we're talking a, a spectrum that goes into the survival level of our brain, mm. all the, uh, you know, which in many ways in our society is actually functioning very subconsciously in the background. So the same kind of trauma that we had as like, say, pre pre uh, you know like primate level just got chased by a tiger, adrenaline, like made it out, shook it out of our system, like that kind of adrenal state's actually for a lot of people in society. Yeah. They're they're feeling that level of survival in our in our mainstream culture right now. Meanwhile there's
0: no saber tooth tiger. There's no saber
1: tooth tiger. Yeah. The social se- the social setting is not gonna kill you. Yeah. This person is not a threat at the level yeah. that the nervous system is projecting that person to be a threat. So part of the healing and building of trust is actually resolving some of the survival consciousness that's held literally on a somatic level yeah. in our nervous system. And that takes a tremendous amount of willingness to unpack that. And another level of that nuance is in community, the mirroring of where the perceived threat is, the willingness to, to move into connection with someone and name where, there's a, where trust is being prevented. Hey, I don't, I don't fully trust you for this reason. Maybe I wasn't aware of that, but if I can speak it, yeah. then it has a, the energy has an opportunity to move and transform and, and, and create that deeper connection, build that trust. Because I think one of the number one things that we need for trust is vulnerability, yeah, authenticity, and willingness. And if those three things aren't there, it's very hard to build a deep level of trust with another human being if you don't feel like they're willing to move through the things. I love that you bring up willingness, yeah. man.
0: I feel like... Will and having an open will yeah. is is not really brought into the context as often. Uh, there's this work by Otto Scharmer who created this, this book and a uh, work called Theory You. And he talks about open mind, open heart, and open will.
1: Dope. Because
0: you can have an open mind and an yeah. open heart, but if your, your will, will is actually yeah. tight yeah. because you're actually trying to protect yourself. yeah, You can't grow. Yeah, you can't grow and yeah. you, can't, like, you can't connect over something that's so mental like let's say I'm, I'm intimidated by you and I'm like oh who is this guy he's yeah. taller than me he might be stronger than me he might be more attractive than me but actually the moment that I'm like I'm willing to move on that yeah. let me just walk up to him and yeah. be like hey man like, who are you, you meet your edge yeah, we, yeah so yeah. then you're moving to your edge and, and some totally. I would say that's when the miracle zone kind of starts right it's like when when you're letting go of that clenching solar plexus <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, which is the nervous system yeah. in
1: defense it's protecting yeah. mm. Right, it's protecting from something, and that's again. The, I want to reintroduce this meme of perceived threat. Perceived threat. Yeah. There's not actually a threat. Like this other person isn't actually want to harm you or kill you. Or, there may be social threat. They may they may have more of an agenda to be positioned in a particular way that may be threatening to the ego construct. Mm-hmm. But is it actually a threat? No. And so we get to navigate the the the, the spectrum of perceived threat. Within an ecosystem, and we have yeah. the, we have the opportunity to build more trust as we dissolve some of the egoic survival strategies that have been woven in, totally. in the collective of humanity throughout millennia since we exist. Probably <laughs> that's yeah. what we're that's what we. It's that's like what we're an evolving in real time right now. Yeah, it's yeah. so yeah. an
0: evolution from ecosystem to ecosystem, and then within Ooh. the <laughs> ecosystem <laughs> from
1: <laughs> ecosystem to ecosystem. Right, and, but Ecos- in the
0: ecosystem, <laughs> it's really hard to surrender <laughs> it fully. Yeah. I feel like in a healthy ecosystem. It's totally cool if other people's ego construct or ego framework look amazing, beautiful, or successful. Yeah, yeah. Because if it's not based on just the ego system, but actually what serves the purpose, what serves the community. Sure. And it's great that, that, that you're a much better musician than I am, because otherwise there would be no music tonight. You know? <laughs> if, if you would rely on me breaking through my like, voice box uh, block, you know? And maybe at some yeah. other turning in the
1: thing, there's. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. i like, I'm like, I like freestyling like, we in the car.
0: It was yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. This guy's definitely getting it out of me. I was like, rap in German. <laughs> <laughs> I was it really good. I could just say anything and no one else understands. <laughs> but that's what I want to know more of, Luke. So yeah. this is like your. Um, like weaving from trust into your work in the community and your, yeah. your, your artistry and yeah. um, so what's what's coming next i know you've, you've been known for aloka for a very long time yeah. and now you're coming back to your your name luke cohen yeah. and as luke cohen there's i think this golden decade ahead of us mm. you, you're going to share your gifts yeah. even more
1: right yeah thanks brother yeah that feels really good yeah you know 12 years with a spiritual name and tribe name to go back to my birth name i was at a uh, a gathering called Nexus in 2018 at the UN and I introduced myself as a loca. and sometimes people's like heads would kind of tilt sideways and be like, you know, like, <laughs> what, what is this you name? Know? And, yeah. and it's kind of like, I mean, there's just, this would take up a whole podcast kind of sharing my like name origin and what what's a lot, like some of the, the components that really drove that intention to shift. But overall, it's, it's a returning into... It's a deeper claiming of my own humanity. Yeah, I don't like some of the separation that happens in spiritual community in terms of, like, the outside world and, like, conscious community. Like, all these categorizations when... I think over the course of my 13-year journey of, of consciously choosing to grow and heal and resolve core wounding and trauma yeah. and deepen my soul gifts and really show up for the things that I was committed to as a soul and that I was shown and that were revealed to me was this, you know, sort of... Yeah, the 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 reality that we're all human. We're all yeah. negotiating and navigating gifts and challenges at a core level. I mean, some for, for some of us it's existential. It's like breaking through the thing that changes our reality forever. Mm. Like those edges. And what I'm excited about is is sort of the journey of where where art becomes like the value system around art becomes a higher proxy than just currency. Where and how we relate to time. So there's, there's this there's this this whole movement, yeah, is of in the Mayan calendar, the 13 moon calendar, where we shifted from a a, a planetary culture that was living in a different orientation to, to time to a constructed time that, in many ways, confined the mental the mental body of humanity. So right. the, the Gregorian calendar and the Prime meridian being in, in Britain set this this time. Construct over the blanket of you know blanket wrapping
0: around humanity's relationship to time. Been very much in the mental framework. Right? In the mental so, framework. So we are actually disconnected from our body from by the not, natural world by not being in the natural cycle. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: So in the natural cycle, we move we move from time is money to time as art. Mm. And so I, for me, I feel like I'm a sort of a cultural spokesperson. I'm a translator for some of the invisible things that are alive in the in the soul evolutionary process as as individuals and as as a culture and then as a planetary collective. Mm-hmm. And so I'm here to translate so a lot of the nuances of a lot of these memes that are going to show up as we go through this this journey of moving from survival into soul connection from from perceived threat to trust and what yeah. what we can actually achieve as A culture, and as individuals, and as a a planetary society, like we've had civilizations on this planet that were completely—the culture was completely devoted and surrounded and encompassed self-realization. We've lost that, so you know, for me, the we're like refining it. Yeah, refining it. The the journey, like the bridge between entrepreneurship and artistry, and the journey between words and speaking and sound and how that can inform our evolution when we when we access those deeper spots we're not just speaking from their mind we're speaking from our experience we're speaking from the core wisdom of, of, of having gone through disillusionment and come out the other side or you know when there's an embodied understanding of something and it's not just a construct it's actually something that has come from experience so like for me what I'm excited about with my art right now is that I'm going into a whole new phase of creating music that I judged at one point like hip-hop yeah. I left hip-hop completely because I thought it was egoic yeah. and now to come back to it as an individuated soul and like be like okay yeah like these words are powerful these words have the opportunity to give a transmission of culture to the mass 100% you know, to the mass consciousness and that's, that's really the intention is to shift the gap the perceived gap between the mass culture and this Sort of subculture, yeah. And through our unified humanity, like we don't let's let's dissolve as much separation as possible. Let's focus on their shared values. Let's let's find what really what really connects us. What really, you know, like our Earth is a huge need to focus on. Like that makes us all related. It would you know, be a very things. easy thing to feel related over, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we know that
0: anyone who's been a space. We talk about it as the overview effect. Sure. Comes back with this realization, no matter if they're Russian or American or Italian, like they come back and they're like, "Hey, we're actually sharing this yeah. rock, right?" We all kind
1: of need clean water and clean air yeah. if we want to thrive here. You know, that's a
0: that's a unifier. It's A very logical unifier. Yeah. yeah,
1: you know, we all when when we lose someone that we love through death or other things, we we know what it feels like to experience that heartache. We know what it feels like to, to love to love yeah. when we're really deep with someone that we built that trust with. So these these unifying things, I, I, I wanted to get out of some of the niche, cliche spiritual memes, yeah. and move into like what's really like where where is spirituality and humanity like the same? And and to find language and art and ways to celebrate what makes us so connected without it being this. Um, yeah, having language that can create more separation, yeah. essentially. So that's my job as a poet and an artist and a musician is to create these really meta meta themes. Some of these themes that we could riff on all day yeah. around consciousness and sort of like all these just you know a rolodex of subjects and find and go in on the subjects and challenge myself to move into the rel- the relational and the relative. Context something and still make it poetic and still make it sound good and still, you know, be awesome enough that I can share it with a wider audience yeah. that they can receive and start to be introduced to some of these things that we've been unpacking as a community for 20 years through multiple generations and actually be like a really tangible low-hanging fruit for people that are just right. coming to this and they get to pluck that fruit and be like, oh my God, this tastes amazing. Oh wait, I get to be included in this? Like, I can participate? Yeah. That sounds exciting. So that, that feels kind of like... That like, feels really exciting yeah. as you're sharing it. Yeah. It's, yeah.
0: Like it's like it's this... You know, this next step is is really to to let go of the us and them kind of label. Even even the us, us and them might be real in media or in politics. The more we're actually owning our own maturity, say, I can see and acknowledge that that's what's going on, but I'm actually sure. going to go back and, and continue to build bridges or yes. at least build a brick within a bridge, yeah. right? To, to, to on-rem people into topics that, that we can all relate over. Because I feel you like art, if you think of art, like, it doesn't matter where something is created. Once it reaches this kind of um, objective beauty, everyone from no matter which culture can see it. It's like a very obvious like there is a state of beauty or a state of intent in what's being created, and you can just pick it up.
1: Absolutely, yeah. It's a it's a universal language. Mm-hmm. To me, art is heightened communication. Music is heightened communication. There's a communication that's ha- that's happening. You know we talk about these non-ordinary states of consciousness you know when someone has a a near death experience or uh, experiences a flow state in in playing a sport or making love or running uh, they experience a synchronicity where the person they thought of and the the very thing they needed you know uh, shows up in their life and it it interrupts the the seeming mundane or normality of our everyday lives introducing that art has the capacity to re- Galvanize the natural magic that's available to humanity, and invite us to to participate. You know, art art is a universal catalyst for participation in a more beautiful world that I think we all want to see and know is possible in our souls. So art becomes a medium
0: for that. It becomes a um, it's like the transition tool from the world that we kind of inherited. Right? Like yes. I feel like the infrastructure of industrialization we we basically inherited that from other yep. generations just like the systems and the legislation or lawmaking from the past but really it's the 21st century it's 2020 today so So today's (laughs) 2202020 yeah February 20th you know and it's it's like we're in we're moving into the quantum age of computing we're moving into the quantum age of understanding our biology in the The cosmos and in a relationship to each other and so so R does a heightened state of language or communication it feels very real to me because you can, you know, like, just like when you're learning a new language, you've got to really read more from the person than just the words. Yes. There's the mental construct, but then there's also the body language. There's Energy, the, the mimics yeah. and gestures yeah. and, of, of yeah. course, the energetic feel, yeah. right? Yeah. Cool. So, t- let's let's weave that back into your work and your creation so we can expect some more hip-hop from you. More morning. hip-hop spoken and
1: spoken word and neo-soul. So, I sing yeah. and rap and it's something that... Um, yeah I'm, I'm really pushing my, age, my edges in terms of contemporary cadences and you know ex- exploring some of that uh, as an entrepreneur you know working on uh, different culture collectives and artist co-ops to help empower other artists to get their message out into the world, raising funding to support multiple projects that each artist is connected to with their passion, their focus. Whether it's ocean conservation or uh, reforestation or permaculture or you know urban urban youth outreach, uh, rights of passage for youth. You know these are all air, you know. There's so many solutionary areas in the world. and so many different projects and focuses. And so, you know, being, having been someone that's been trying to bridge entrepreneurship and activism, uh, wanting to bridge different cultures, again, right. you know, so, so yeah, I have, I have my work cut out for me in terms of you know this new this new timeline as Luke Cohen is, is, is speaking his poetry, his music, it's weaving on the back end, doing consulting, helping right. bring you some more a of, these bit of that still too, right? Where yeah. like
0: you have like these, these high level connections where you do coaching or consulting. Yeah. Let, let's let's hear a little bit more about that specifically because I feel like, you know, in the us and them kind of paradigm, it's like, well, what are you are dreaming of this unified world and like yeah. cultures understanding each other? It's not possible for reasons X, Y, Z. And then in yeah. the wow. unified way of feeling. Yeah relating being in coherence I think what I had to learn personally is that it's possible but we're really we're the ones we've been waiting for, we're the ones who are embodying the change year by year step by yes. step and so moment, moment. <laughs> within that we can't really just run at the old systems and be like you guys are all so fucked up it's more about understanding what they were created for and then yes. evolving them through yes there's like leverage points you know yes. like art, music is a leverage point, the moment your yes. music hits the mainstream there, there's there's that wave of culture that's connected to the mainstream, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think
1: we were, we were jamming in the car a little about this. I, I have a, a talk that I've given sort of helping dismantle some of the ideology around, around ego, ego and spirituality, like it's been demonized in, in certain cultures and there's this whole fight with the, the egoic construct in, in certain spiritual ideology. Um, and the reframe is that the ego is actually scaffolding for the soul. And so I, I look actually at our society, and our, I look at it as like a scaffolding. Yeah. So what, w- what would it look like for, for that building to have you know, edible vines you know, like that grow this thing on this side? And you know, we can see all this as scaffolding for something at a much higher evolutionary jump that's, that wants to be built
0: you know, from the compost of it. So that's so interesting. Like, let's make that super real with two examples. I'm going to just make random examples. This is like a, a Donald Trump kind of figure, right? This yeah. like it's like this ego scaffolding is so tight and mm. so like strong yeah. in quotation yeah. marks here yeah. that there's very little spirit that has space to roam because sure. the ego needs to take so much yeah. control, right? And then if you on the other hand, I don't know, you take someone like uh, the Dalai Lama or Eckhart Tolle or oh. I don't know like uh, Desmond Tutu, whoever, yeah. they're they're still walking in a body, and you you know if you walk up to them and be like, hey Eckhart, he would still be like, oh that's hey, me, <laughs> right? But but there's a lot of room. <laughs> He'd probably yeah. be just chuckling. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, ha, ha, ha. yeah, ha, ha, ha. But, but that's it because the, within his ego there there's space for that element of spirit to come through, and so I find that very interesting because I believe almost everyone is going through that inner evolution of understanding where is my ego scaffolding useful and necessary yes. and where is it actually misdirected where is this a hindrance yeah
1: yeah because it's a part of our our holistic nature just like the you know we have the mind we have the emotional body we have the physical body we're, we're holistic beings and so the the main issue with the last cycle of time is that the ego construct became the identity. Mm. it became it's like the tool or the, the servant became the master yeah and we're flipping it back to the, the master is the heart, the master is the soul and the ego becomes a tool. The personality is a tool that's that's in devotion to yeah. the soul that's in devotion. So you know it's flipping the, the narrative for, you know because it, we see what how much destruction happens from that space when, when, when an ego construct is running the show, it's really a wounded child at, at a certain, frozen in time at a certain age that's so deep in survival that it's just running, yeah. that, running that program. So yeah. Trump is a great example of, some, of embodying the very thing that we're here to heal and transcend. Yeah. And how he's triggering everyone is moving the unresolved energy on such a high level in the collective. Unresolved Holocaust trauma from fascism, unresolved patriarchal trauma, unresolved trauma from colonialism and materialism there's all these memes that just live in this person's energy field right. That Right. how it's triggering the collective it's bringing up all the things we're talking about all the things that need to come up and surface and be felt and connected to and, 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 and experienced to move into the next thing mm. so if we we can put a very negative connotation on it from one yeah. The other point—it's—it's
0: it's the deconstruction that has to happen for the reconstruction to emerge. So I'm curious there, because you know, I mean, I know these are the topics you and I could like riff, riff for oh. hours. But it's—it's yeah. it's like, so I, I totally hear you and feel you. Like, let's say on the Trump example yeah. of like any political figure that really triggers these multiple layers of yeah. of energy we have to deal with as yeah. individuals and collective. Yes. But then what I feel is—is is missing in these kind of leaders is they're actually not leaders. No. So, so they're not leaders from an emerging field of solution. Yeah. They're the triggers. Yes but then really like once this comes up those who are willing to say let's let's heal our inner wounds let's connect with the planet let's let's build a regenerative uh effort to to connect with the cosmic intelligence on this planet the mycelium the waterways the animals right yes it it feels like at least to me it feels like that that crowd is growing obviously and it's becoming more powerful but it's there's a leadership battle between the ego construct, and those who are like, no, no, we got triggered to learn all these things about ourselves. Now let's lead into the emerging future.
1: Yes, I think this is organically happening because when we when we give our personal authority away to a, a projected authority right. outside of ourselves, we are disempowering ourselves, and we're recreating a victim a victimization narrative of that us versus them of like we we've been you know so so like what I see is possible is self organizing local local communities where the the leadership is emerging through the quality of resolution happening in the individuals that are taking self-responsibility for themselves these these old paradigm leaders literally embody everything distorted from the old construct so we can see it enough clearly push us in the opposite direction or take responsibility for any element of that that still lives in us where am I still addicted That's to control yeah. where am I still you know want this kind of level of power and over over my external environment you know any subtle nuance of any of those things that someone like a Trump does where am I doing that in my own life At yeah. any level and if I'm willing to take responsibility for any of that then the projection of evil the projection of other yeah. dissolves and something shifts and we're able to create a new a
0: new pathway of embodied leadership. And in the individual cosmos, we know that's that's real, that's true. You you listen and relate with this. Like the moment you own some of this shit and you're willing to embrace the change, you're willing yep. to listen longer, it might not always be like breathtaking what happens, but there's something that shifts. Something shifts. Something shifts. Yeah. And so that kind of shift for me is like from a larger perspective of let's say the last 10 years, it, it does feel like a clear upward spiral actually.
1: Yeah, yeah. Again, from one vantage point, it, it, it seems like it's all, all going to... To crap But hmm. from another vantage point, this is this is the necessary evolutionary you know, container. Yeah. If you were to zoom in completely on a seed sprouting in the earth, yeah, 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 like on a microcosmic yeah. level, and you and you had the sound for it, and you, and it, literally, it's it would the earth would be shaking, and there would be this you know,
0: and the survival rumbling. would not be clear. Yeah, you yeah, you wouldn't like, know if that happening? seed's gonna make it. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it, it wouldn't be sure. And then all of a sudden, phew, light, like we go from this darkness and the shaking, this quaking to like. Sunlight and this, and now there's a a baby sprout that's come out of that potentiality. So I I feel like some of the perceived chaos and some of the things that are happening are actually this the seed cracking and the earth shaking and some of the purification, some of the some of the you know uh, natural processes are actually alive in in something that's seemingly synthetic or seemingly um, constructed. You know, it's it's like if we let if we dropped everything you know these plants would be erupting out of the concrete in these cities like nature will find a way to continue what nature we ultimately a have a have the opportunity to do as a, as a planetary species as a planetary culture is where does where does humanity fit into the evolutionary cycle that's happening right now we're at a juncture point in time where we, we need to get back into connection with Earth and, yeah. and ride that wave of evolution with, in alignment with her or moving into some pretty dystopian dark potentials and, and I think we're all seeing the, the potential for both enough of us have been committed to this new culture long enough that we're we're staying in faith, we're staying in trust, we're we're actually deepening the work more of the practicality, more of ground, working with resources, doing all the things that are necessary to actually bring physical change but doing it from the quantum level as opposed to the to the hyper density of efforting, of of pushing, of trying to fix and solve versus like aligning and adjoining with the natural processes.
0: I think it's also, this is so beautiful how you express it, it's also because the the quantum state is also not clearly defined like even though the seed of consciousness or the the sprout has all the information and dna of the future tree in it yes so do you and and i in that sense we all we all have that potential and we're all dreaming kind of the same dream right we're seeing the same movie but we're seeing different pieces of information at different times and you might have more of the artistic part of it and maybe i have more of the the where where the leverage points or whatever and and so when we actually connect and communicate yes then we start seeing the next steps clearer and i feel like our old paradigm thinking once to create certainty for, for no matter what cost sure and creating that certainty is actually it's not really how the yeah. natural world that we're a part of works right because no. that natural world is like maybe that tree will make it and it will be a sprout that grows into a tree or maybe it won't and, and another tree will make it instead yes. yeah? yeah
1: but it's all in actually in relationship if we really zoom out we see mm. how the decomposition creates the fuel for the right nitrogen in the soil to bring the next thing out like, and yeah. so I think the, the more of us idea. actually return to a natural state of being beyond the conditioning of, of our cultures beyond the conditioning of our ancestral wounds and epigenetic trauma as we come back to more and more of our natural state as, as consciousness as, as, as a soul based in a soul based reality then we can come into symbiotic relationship mm. within the human organ system so to speak if, if humanity is an organ within yeah. the organism of, of the planet You know, as we return to more of a natural state, where we tap into like again these 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 potentials that have been experienced throughout civilizations, and are even memes within within our contemporary culture through sports, through flow states, these these advanced state of human consciousness that are not dependent on anything. They they literally emerge from within us. Yeah. More of us come into that natural state, then we can listen enough to find the symbiotic relationship. As in community, oh, you're holding that piece. I'm holding this piece. It's symbiotic. It's non-rivalrous. It's not actually competitive. We can we can join in that natural current of what we're all working towards. And this is where it becomes exciting because there's a critical mass of enough people that all want to experience clean air, clean water, good food, love, shelter, celebration, beauty, expansion, totally. growth. All these really fundamental things that we all want to experience. But enough of us are committed to that. Mm we cross this critical mass where we're, we're literally co-creating with the laws of the uni- universe so enough so of us are said, actively yeah. choosing that there's, there's a natural momentum that's gonna
0: and it's totally happening yeah. right like it, it's that's happening that's what I'm experiencing so a lot of experiencing too <laughs> this is Luke Cohen everyone if you want to know more about this guy where do people find you Instagram Instagram
1: at Luke Cohen it's L-U-K-E and Cohen with a K K-O-H-E-N uh, LukeCohen.com all the socials. all the same handles where's your
0: where's your music um, SoundCloud or? yeah,
1: the so I'm I'm launching a Bandcamp when I release my first uh, single uh, in a couple months and you know basically we'll be releasing singles into an EP into an album by the yeah. end of the year so yeah SoundCloud Bandcamp Spotify nice. iTunes all, all it'll all be there so all under under that same same branch <laughs> cool dude <laughs> yeah. yeah appreciate awesome. you bro Thank you. yeah thanks for listening everybody.
0: That's that, another episode of Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast. I hope you truly enjoyed this one and received some insights, knowledge, and a form of learning that you can directly apply to your life, into your relationships, or maybe even into your business and the way you show up for the world. Because this is a movement and we're all part of it and we're in this together. We're here to create a world of a triple bottom line where you win, I win, and the entire planet wins. We're raising consciousness together, and you know that. That's why you're listening. That's why I love you. So make sure to share the love. Hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Invite a friend to listen to Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast. And if you have an idea who else you'd like me to interview, make sure you reach out and send me a suggestion. Definitely check out greenplanet-blueplanet.com, the website to the podcast. I've created a lot of different offers for you, free content, free meditations for you to amplify your connection to self the state of social impact in the world, and for you to connect and listen to who you could support of the people that I actually interview, because their missions are ongoing and a lot of them need more collaboration. And after more than 100 episodes now, with some of the world's leading social impact experts, I have synthesized my most inspired learnings and takeaways to create coaching and mentorship programs for you and the people around you. Let me share with you about planetary purpose coaching and mentorship experiences. If you're in a space in your life where you're ready to level up, to amplify who you are, what's coming through you and what you're doing to give your gift to the world, then I would love to hear from you. And I'd love for you to apply to one of my private mentorships or group mentorships. Last but not least, there's a few different group experiences I host, both in person and online. All of them are quantum learning environments, and I'm happy to tell you more. So simply inform yourself and stay connected because whatever resonates with you, I'm here to support you and bring out more purpose into the world. And with that being said, wherever you are in the world, make sure to be you, show up all the way, be all in. Connect with someone today, make them smile, have yourself a stellar day. Lots of love to you and until soon.